listening to the Autism 411 podcast with Dr. Tamara Moody from the South Florida Autism Charter School. Welcome to another edition of the Autism 411 podcast. I'm John Roker, along with your host, Dr. Tamara Moody. How are you, Dr. Moody? I'm doing well. I'm very excited. I, well, I keep on saying I'm excited every time I do a podcast, but That's a good I, thing. I, you know what? I am learning so much. Um, thank you so much for even, you know, you you approached me about doing something like this and some other parents in the past, and I've always thought that it was going to be like, no, I can't do it. But I, I, this is like therapy for me as well, too. I get to, to talk to folks and kind of see how they're feeling about things. But this podcast is going to be my favorite one. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those that people are going to go back and shake their head and go, oh, wow. Because I have a very, very, very dear friend. I call her a friend, even though I'm her principal. It's <laughs> Christina here today. And, um, and she, I, I asked Christina to come because she's taught me a lot in the last, several years that she's been with us. Well, it's a couple of years. It's not been that long that she's been a student in our school. She's now in my postgrad program. She was a senior last year. Christina gets to stay with me until she's 22 years old. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm just so floored about like just the, the improvement that she's made and how much she's been honest with me and, and being an advocate for her friends and herself. And I just thought the community parents should hear from her. She may say something that will help them understand why their children are doing the things that they do. She may also say something to a future teacher or a student, you know, that's out there that has autism or Asperger's that they'll be able to relate to. So Christina, welcome. Hi, yes, I'm very happy that I'm here to talk about autism and talk about how I feel because this school is such an amazing school. It's a place that changed my life, it changed my, 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 my experience and I'm really happy that I'm in this school where you get to be who you are, where you get to be who you are, be who, who you're meant to be and not doing stuff that people think that you have to do this, you do it in your own way. Good. I. I... You know, you told me that a long time. You told me that when I first met you, that you ha- you're happy that I listen. Yes. And and um and you taught me that it's important for me to listen. So yeah, thank you for saying that. So tell me a little bit about like when did you come to SFAX and how did you hear about SFAX? Well, it happened in 2018 or 2019 when I wanted to find a school where my mom wanted to find a school where it would help me. And then my aunt, Kaledi Kiros, she's like, oh, my mom's, f- my, 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 my friend, Kaledi Kiros says that her friend knows a school that's called South Florida Autism Charter School. And so Kaledi's friend told her, uh, Look, this school is amazing. It's a place where people with autism can be who they are and be accepted. And my mom did research and I just came here because thanks to my aunt, Kaleri, she gave me the chance to know about the school. Now I have a great experience in this school and I'm really happy because thanks to Kaleri telling me about the school, I, I met you. And if it wasn't for Kaleri, I didn't know. You didn't, you wouldn't know about SFAX. Yeah. So I remember the first day I met you, you said to me, I did my own research. I found your videos. Me too, I did, but it was also Kaledi who told Kledi me. Because the, the reason I found your videos was because I had to know the name okay. of the school. Okay. And so you watched the videos and that's yes. when you knew you wanted to come here? Yes. Okay. 
So tell me about some of the experience that you've gone through that's different here than when you were at your other schools. Well, I don't like to say like bad things about no, other schools. No, don't please don't say anything cause, bad. Because I'm a positive person. <laughs> but what I would say is that in other schools, they go by behavior. Sometimes they go by by saying, oh, if you cry or if you do this, they just sit into the corner. But here, it's like they say, how can I help you? Instead of just telling you, if you do this, you lose this. And it's like, they just try to, they, they go by behavior. They don't go by listening and understanding. They just go by like, if you do this one more time, no. So they then just. Then it stops. But here you get to, yeah, the they get, get to talk to you and find yeah, out what's going on. Yeah, they get to listen and they don't, and, and instead of telling you in a negative way, like change your behavior, they're like, Please do this, like, in a nice way. Or what's going on? Why are you doing that? We want yeah, to know, instead, like, instead of just saying, just go to the corner. Okay. And then, but I'm sure there's more things that is different from us. Yes, it that, is. Than um, other places that you've been. Because uh, I know that you're a big part of the different things that we have at SFAC. Yes, we have the clubs, which is amazing. Because here in SFAC, we get to do who we are. We get to be who we are. We have the media club, key club, basketball team, media club. And I just joined the chess club, but I really don't know how to play chess, but I'll learn. <laughs> you'll learn. You'll. And what has those things have done for you as a per, like as a child or an, uh, uh, a young adult with autism, being a part of like the key club or being in SGA and or just being able, you spoke at your graduation, just being able to, yes. to, to be this person it makes, what is that? Me, it makes me feel involved it makes me feel like like I have something in my life that I get to have my mission to explain what is autism and to help autism and I spoke in the graduation about how this one never gives up and how Dr. Moody helps a lot of people helps a lot of families and without her I don't know what happens to SFAX because without her and without the staff what would happen to SFAX? Yeah. Well, we're not going to think about that. Cause I know. I'm just trying. We're, to, we're I'm not just going trying, anywhere, but you're going to help I me. I know, but I'm just trying to tell you the, how good you are. Because, oh, thank you. You know, if it wasn't for you or Miss Susan or someone, how would we have this amazing school? So I really thank you. And I will pass that word along to my board because if it wasn't for the board believing in the mission and the vision that I had for this place, we wouldn't exist. And if it wasn't for students like you, that's able to speak for your friends who don't have words, yeah. I wouldn't know that this was so important yeah. to, to them as well. Because you've, you you once told me that, you know, Dr. Moody, we have feelings. Yeah, and we have feelings. People, it's, not, yeah. it's not like, oh, just stop crying. No, just tell me what's going on. Tell me. That's what this school is all about. It's helping kids to be themselves and to express themselves in their own special way without having to be quiet or without saying those things. They just hear, you're listened to. You're very, they acknowledge you and they help you with clubs. They help you with all the activities and they help you a lot. So I have, so you know, a lot of our students don't have words, right? Yes, I And understand. sometimes you, you sometimes speak for them. Like you'll yes. say, Dr. Moody, this is probably why he's doing that. Or Dr. Moody, maybe, you know, we need a break. Yeah. Or, or, you know, I don't understand why I feel the way I feel. Yeah. And you've said that to me before. Like, you know, no one understands. 
Yeah. So if there's a teacher at another school that does not have a student like you that's able to express how you're feeling, like um, John has two boys in our school. I don't know if you know his boys. They're much younger. Yeah. What advice would you say to to other principals or our parents? What I like to explain is that what happens is that when to another teacher, to another principal, I would say, don't judge a book by its cover. Just listen, because you never know how much talent a person with autism could have. Because what my mom told me is that Steve Jobs, you know Steve Jobs? Mm -hmm. He has autism, Mm -hmm. and he created the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And there's like many people with autism who... Who's really talented? So if you if you if you say, oh, you have autism or this or that, it's like take advantage of it. Do something special with it. Mm-hmm. Don't think of it as just like, oh, don't do this. Just acknowledge that your student in your school will have many talents. So take advantage. And what I'm trying to explain is that you know famous people have autism. So don't judge a book by its cover. And, and, and look at their potential, look at their future, because it will be bright. So in other words, look at what they're good at and build yes. from that. Yes. Don't think because they have autism, they're not able to do certain things. No. Because one thing that I discovered about you is that you have a great voice. Yes, I do have a good voice, and yeah. I play the electric drums in my house. Yes, and you know, and people probably would know that about you if we didn't give you an opportunity to shine. Yeah, so it's better to give the opportunity than just say no. You have autism, don't do this. No. Yeah, you're not going to be involved. So, so John has two boys at home, and they don't speak like how you do. Mm. And they don't express themselves the way you express yourself. So if you had to give advice to parents who are listening today, like like what would that look like? Like what what would you say to them if their children is not able to express themselves? Is it the same thing you would say to a teacher? I would say what I would say is something like they speak in their own way. They speak from their heart. Instead of just saying words, they just speak from their heart. They speak from their feelings. They may have other ways to communicate, but they speak from from the heart. They don't speak from the from something. They just whatever they talk, if if it's a device or whatever they use to talk, it comes from in here. Because what they're trying to say is in their own way what they're trying to do. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to explain what they're feeling, but in their own way, like in their own special way. Yeah. They speak from the heart. Yeah. So, um, John, do you you get what she's trying to say? Like, Like, speak from their two feelings. Absolutely. Matter of fact... um a, a good way to explain that I uh, how that how that feels, you know, my littlest son Anthony is is somewhat verbal, but he doesn't know how to directly express things that he's feeling. He tends to cry, he tends to scream, he tends to you know throw things when he's upset. But the one thing that I was able to capture and really understand was how I knew he loves me, and that is because he's able when he's when he wants me to know I love you, Dad. He'll grab his, he'll grab my head and he'll come up close and he'll pull my head up to his until we butt heads together. And then he just looks at me and with his, with his eyes wide open. And I know it came to me like the first time he did it. And that first thing I said is, you're telling me you love me, don't you? And he smiles. And I said, I love you too. And I knew that that's what his way of talking to me, because he doesn't know how to say it. And, and, then, 
And you don't need words to communicate. Right. It's like actions speak louder than words. So it's like if they love you, they show different ways of communicating. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes kids have, and and I'm okay, I hope you're okay with me saying this, but I know sometimes you go through, like you get really sad. Yeah. Do you know why you get sad sometimes? Well, I I get sometimes anxiety because my anxiety, like sometimes I feel like this goes tight. Okay. Like it feels tight. But I'm learning ways how to control oh. it, mm-hmm. how to breathe when I feel like anxious. Because mm-hmm. anxiety sometimes happens when you feel like anxious. Mm-hmm. It feels like how do I explain this? It's anxiety is when you feel very uncomfortable and it feels like a weight on, on your shoulders. Yeah, like a weight on your shoulders. Like you feel like tight. Everything goes tight. But what I learned is that hearing as facts, they help you. They don't ignore it. They just help you. They help you to understand. And instead of you feeling like, oh, who am I going to be with? Who am I going to be with? Like supporting me. I know that SFAX and my moms and my family will always support me. Yeah. Uh, so, so you think that sometimes why some of our kids cry? Like we're, we don't know why they're crying, but they just They could cry. feel anxious. They could yeah. feel like they're trying to express it in their own way, but it's like hard for them because sometimes they want to explain it, but they can't. They can't. So what they can do is some people, if you see like a person with autism trying to hug you, it's because they're trying to say that, they need a hug. Yeah. Because actions, like, lets you know what they want. Yeah. So I, I know that in the past, I, this is something hard for me to learn, and you taught this to me. You know, you don't like to be touched unless you know that you're being touched. So yeah. I, I've learned over the years that I have to, I let you know, I'm like, Christina, can I give you a hug? But I'm not trying to be rude or anything. No, I know. I no. know. But you're able to tell me that. You're able to say, I, don't, I didn't want to be touched. Yeah. Or don't touch. Like, why Why don't you want to be touched? It, does it hurt? What no, does it hurt? it's just that in, if someone touches my hair, it feels weird. Like, it feels like, oh, uh, no, it feels weird. Like, mm-hmm. it feels very uncomfortable. And it mm-hmm. feels like a weird feeling when people touch my hair. When I touch my hair, it's okay. But when someone goes, like, touches it slowly, it's like. But I, I've seen that you've, if I ask you if I could do it, you then you're okay with it. Yeah, because. Is it because you know it's happening? Yeah, because the, the thing I don't like is when some people tap my shoulder behind me. And they're like, run away. Like, they run and they tap your shoulder. Like, uh-huh. they go like. And then they just run. Yeah. It's like thinking, who touched you? Yeah. Like, I don't like that trick. Okay. <laughs> so some so, people do that. Yeah. So if there is there anything else that you feel like someone who doesn't understand autism yet you would like to share? Yes. Uh, just if you're going to touch someone, touch them, but in a way that doesn't make them feel uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when people touch you in the back or something, you need to know who's touching you because... It could be you, Dr. Moody, it could be someone else. Mm-hmm. So you never know. So just if you if you're if there's a person with autism who doesn't like to be touched, it's because they need to know that who's touching them. Who's that person? Because it's not like they need to know. Okay. But so if there's teachers, because there's gonna be lots and lots of teachers who wanna be in this field. Yes. What are some of the things that you would like to share yeah. for for what 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 in your words what makes a good teacher? 
A good teacher is a person who doesn't judge, who doesn't send people with autism to the corner, who doesn't say, oh, if you do this, you go to the corner, you go to somewhere where they, where they don't want you to be in the class. But you should really, instead of doing those negative things, listen to the kid with autism, listen to them, give them positive reinforcement, and don't judge a book by its cover. Just be open that they may cry, they may scream, but it's not that they want to scream. It's because they want to be expressing themselves, but they cannot talk. So yeah. it's like, don't say stop crying when you don't know if it's someone who can talk or not. Yeah, because I, I see what you're saying. So you say to a, a child with autism is crying and then the person's like, stop crying. Well, how do you know they're not hurting? Yeah, how do you know they don't have a headache? You first yeah. need to figure out what's going on Instead before you tell them. Instead of telling them to be quiet, just yeah. say, please, how can I help you? Instead of just, how do you, how do you explain? Jump into the conclusion. conclusion yeah, I, I get it. I, I never that's thought what of I it would, that That's way. what I would say to a teacher. Yeah. Be nice, be caring, be lovable, be be interested in their world. Because you might be surprised that they could do something famous and you never know. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Say that again. Be interested in their... Be interested in their positivity and make sure that if you see their positives, you never know. Because the person that you might teach in this school could be the next famous person. And you never know. Yeah. Take advantage of their talents. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing that right now. Doctor. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I definitely am doing that right now. Okay, so tell me, um, you know, I, I, I challenge myself all the time or question if I'm doing everything that I, I'm supposed to be doing for you all. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, we had a teacher who left and she said she was coming back after Christmas and she didn't come back. And that was the first conversation you and I had when uh. you said... Dr. Moody, you know, they need to understand that they need to understand that it's um, that we are we have feelings. Yeah. And she just left she without saying goodbye. goodbye. And, I, and, and you know what, Christina, that strike me as how many of my nonverbal children feel the same way. From one day to the next, a teacher may have left and not say goodbye. Yeah, and, and, and that's not good because the kids, what happens if the kids cannot talk and they want to say goodbye to the teacher? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, 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 I value you expressing that to me and telling me how difficult that, that was for you. Um, yeah, because she was very nice. She was a very nice teacher. She cared about us, and then she just left without... Anything without saying goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. So I read a book. I can't remember the, the name of the book right now. And one of the things that strike me in that book is that it says a child with autism wants you to know that they're more than just autistic or they're more than just the autism. They're they're so much more. They're human beings. They're with feeling. Yeah, with feelings yeah. And, 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 and so forth. And I don't know, but I, I, I still... I still look back every single day I go home and I just wonder, am I doing enough? Like, you know, am I doing enough to support Christina? Am I doing enough to support John or Paul or all these kids in the school? If Is there anything that you feel like I should be doing more of? Well, it, 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 it things that you're doing is amazing. You do it from the heart. You're like the first person ever since I came to the school. You were like so amazing. You were like, you, 
you're you're like you're like willing to help people who come from other schools that come to our school, which is SFAX, and you literally say, Yeah, come here, we'll we'll, we'll support you, we'll help you. It's like you're like life to everyone with autism. You're like a life to them. Oh. You're like a son, like you know the son of SFAX? Yeah. You are. You, you really are. Just, you're, you're gonna make me start crying. I, 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 I just really think that you changed my life because you really changed my life, Dr. Moody. You really did. You help a lot of kids and you changed my life. And, and if it wasn't for you, I, I don't know. I just wouldn't be a part of SFAX if you would have never accepted me. So I'm really happy that you accepted me. Yeah, well, I, I want you to know that I truly enjoy my work here. Um, I believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. It's your mission. It's yeah. your mission to help people. And and I feel like you really help us. And what happens is, what I know about people with autism is, how do I explain this? People come to life in their mission. Like their mission in life, if someone is born with autism, it's their mission to, 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 to explain. If someone is born with autism, their mission in life is to educate people about autism and it's their mission in life to educate explain because if someone is born autistic it's because they're trying to show awareness like someone is someone is here for their mission everyone has a mission in life so mm-hmm. so it's like their mission in life with people with autism is to that's why i think there's so many kids with autism is because when people are born with autism it's not like oh they come to life and they're born with autism no mm-hmm. it's for a mission it's their life like they, we all have a mission like because their souls yeah. chose to be autistic i don't know how to explain this but their life once they choose to be autistic is because maybe they want to educate people in their life about autism i've never ever heard it explained that way before so in other words, we all have a purpose. We all have a purpose in life because yeah. it's like if you are coming to be born in this world, it's for a mission. It's not like, oh, you're just here. No, it's for a mission. Yeah. And if someone is born with autism and there's more people with autism, I think it's to create more awareness. Yeah. That's what I believe. That's what I think. Wow. You, 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 every, every conversation we have, I learned something new from you. I continue to teach me, please. Continue, I will. Continue I will. to share how you feel about things, because without like without having students like you who are able to express themselves, it, it I'm left in a world that kids are kids are sad and I don't know how to help them, because they they don't really have a voice to express that to me. And I thank you for sharing your voice to the autism community and thank you for sharing your voice to. The parents out there that may be questioning why their kids do some of the things that they do or the teachers who are going to come into the field and the folks who are in high school wondering, you know, what career path that they they want to do. And um, you are you you're just an amazing young lady. And thank, thank you, you for giving me an opportunity for being a part of your life. I just really am happy that you you made my life happier. You made my life more involved in all these things and things that I wouldn't be involved in other places. And here I am being involved in a lot of things. And I recommend this school to everyone who can come. 
everyone who has an autistic child, please come to SFAX. Please, please. It will help your child. You're, you're going to have to build more buildings. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Christina is going to help me build more. Of these. Well, the more, the better. So people get supported. Oh, okay. By you and by, and All by everyone. All the folks who are here, yeah. yeah. Well, Christina, I have to get you back in class. <laughs> um, oh God, John, do you? No, uh, I, 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 uh, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I'm speechless. But thank you for your insight. It's been very, very helpful. You're welcome. It was a pleasure being here with Dr. Moody, who's made everything possible. Oh, <laughs> thank you for saying that, folks. And I did not pay her. <laughs> I do it from my heart. I do it from my heart. If you'd like to know more about what we do at SFAX, please follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. YouTube. YouTube. You can find our videos there. And, um, and you know, if you'd like to, to ask Christina a question, you know, if you have an adult child at home or a young child at home that, you know, I'm sure Christina's moms would not have a problem with that. Info at sfax.org. That's I-N-F-O at S-F-A-C-S dot org. Um, you could send us an email there or visit our website at www.sfacs.org. Um, you know, I, you, you, have to take, you have to take some of this credit. You're going to have to. Because what she said is correct. I mean, you know, on her from her perspective, it's amazing because on, on the other side, you know, just we talked about this a couple of weeks ago in one of our other podcasts. That's the reason why me and my family, we moved and left Missouri and came here. We knew there was a future for our kids. We knew there was an opportunity for them. You don't see, you don't hear of schools allowing children with autism to go to prom, to go to Disneyland, to our Disney World, or to go on a trip, or to go see Disney on Ice. Or They don't do that. They keep them in a room, and that's it. And our kids, I, I've, I've seen the tremendous change in both of them just from being in this school. And all and all in all, I have been saying over and over again, I know we, it's expensive to, to live here and it's hard to do, but we got to stay because this school is, is the future. And in, in a lot of the work that you do in there is the reason why this school and these things exist and our kids can move forward. But um She's got a point about the autism thing being a, being a gift. You know, I, you and I talked about me getting my diagnosis. And um, up until that point, I was all about everything that I never knew that I had a problem. Nobody ever said, you can't do these things to me because mm -hmm. they didn't know I had autism. And I did all these things. I went all these places. I did all these broadcasts. I worked in radio and I, I did all these fun things. But then I got to when my diagnosis and I said, now what? You know, what do I do now? What do I do with my talents? And it got me started to think that I said, I need to take another step and start putting my talents to use to help my children, to help these children in these schools mm -hmm. uh, and to help everyone that has autism because they don't have the voice that yet it's there, it's getting there, but it's not fully out there yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's such an amazing thing. So it, what a great, what a great interview and to hear from that perspective, and I, I'm just, I'm astonished. And if my mom wants to see the video, where can she see it? Well, it's going to be on our Facebook page, as well as our Instagram. It's also on YouTube. Oh, yes. And um, and I, you know what? I am probably going to start sending out, letting folks know that we have a link and have the link on email mm -hmm. so that folks can, you know, get it and share it that way as well. But I definitely will be sharing this with, 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 um, 
not just your mom, but with the entire community. That sounds good. So more people get awareness. Yes. There you go. Well, Dr. Mooney, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for giving us the time today. And we look forward to another edition of the Autism 411 podcast coming up soon. Thank you. This has been the Autism 411 podcast with Dr. Tamara Moody from the South Florida Autism Charter School. To learn more, visit safacs.org.